Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to See Through Panel, a comic book discussion and review podcast. My name is Cole Harvey. I am here with Fahed Rahman. Hello, everyone. And uh, today we're going to be reviewing In by Will McPhail. Will McPhail is a writer and cartoonist from Lancashire. He lives in Edinburgh. His work has appeared in The New Yorker and has won him the Rubin Awards uh, for the cartoon of the years. And for the past uh, two years running, um, he has attracted a social media following of more than 100,000. He's also been published in Private Eye and The New Statesman and was the winner of British Cartoonist, uh, Young Cartoonist of the Year in 2013. In his, in is his uh, debut graphic novel and is an intimate and accessible smart commentary on modern life and a joyful celebration of being human. It's about Nick, who is a uh, illustrator isolated by his tendency to observe rather than participate in life. So this was one of my uh, choices. Uh, we found it on NetGalley. So thank you to NetGalley for providing an advanced review copy. Um, so I'll just ask you, Cole, what were your kind of initial thoughts on the on the book um so i didn't know anything about it going in uh fahed actually just told me um uh, what just i the title and the the artist so i looked up him i saw his little strips he does for the new yorker they're they're hilarious uh i really like his style but going in i really had no expectations um and i'm just gonna say shut it down no one needs to make comics anymore this thing is a masterpiece. Uh, I absolutely love it. If it doesn't get an Eisner this year, I will cut my own arm off. It's ridiculously good. It is. I mean, I think you. So when I um, I messaged Cole, I said we've got to basically review, <laughs> review this book. It is absolutely phenomenal. I think it's, it's, I think from this point in, we kind of have to kind of put the spoiler warning on because it's really difficult to talk about um, why the book is so good without kind of going quite heavily into the plot details and yeah. the method in which he, he, t- he tells the story. But if you, know, if you want to stop listening now, just go out and buy the book. Um, I believe it's going to be published on the 13th of May, 2021. You know, yeah, please, please, please buy the book. It's it's superb. So um, let's talk a little bit about the story. So it's about uh, Nick. And um, one of the things that I really liked was that initial um, kind of prelude where he's at the swimming pool. What were your kind of, were your thoughts about kind of like how that was all yeah. set up? That, that was a hell of a way to open. So uh, I didn't know what this was going in and I, I didn't know anything at all, even after the first five, first five pages, because uh, it's just him talking about how when he used to go to the swimming pool as a kid, he loved to go down the toilet bowl slide. We had one of those when I was a kid, too. Uh, and he, he liked that because uh, it was like moment a moment of isolation in just this cesspool of children. Uh, and it's very um, it kind of definitely shows you that we're dealing with a character here that's a bit reserved or a bit has a bit of trouble showing his emotions, but um, it also it's, it's telling because it shows you this guy's oddball humor and his, his oddball way of uh, conveying feelings through these weird metaphors and jokes. Yeah. The the one thing that immediately grabbed me in the opening uh, 
the couple of pages is the way that he draws eyes. It's kind of, he's got a really expressive way of um, drawing eyes where they're kind of like, they, they pop open wide open and it's just like these pinpick um, um, pupils. And it just, the way he can kind of does subtle things uh, with, with the eyes was, was the thing that immediately uh, grabbed me in those opening couple of pages. Yeah, they, that was the first thing when we, there's, there's some kids sitting inside the toilet bowl slide while he's going down it. And it's almost like a horror movie. reveal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're just like wide eyed staring at him like owls almost. That honestly was a little frightening, even though I know it's probably like some 10 year old kids. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, it was, um, the, 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 the book is hilarious. It's got kind of, um, a lot of, so re, I, I think I've read it, uh, two or three times now. And like the second and third time through, there was that subtle gags in the background that I picked up that I didn't pick up initially. And um, yeah, it's, it's exactly what you think is kind of, it does a lot of weird, awkward moments with kind of the, the eyes. And um, the, the, he's got quite um, clean, simple, simple line work, sorry. Um, so that's the, that's the other thing kind of I enjoyed about the 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 art style from then on we kind of we get introduced to like a nick as an adult and kind of the way that he's he's living his life at the moment i just um yeah what did you think how, how did you find nick as a, as an adult it's quite a just juxtaposition to the way he was as a as a child for the first at least 30 to 50 pages uh i considered him to be a sociopath um <laughs> his his first <laughs> The first interaction you get with adult Nick is him saying he needs a good bar to be sat in. Not because he's sad, because a sad man being sat in a sad bar is a phenomenon that he has heard of and would very much like to play at for an evening, which is a very fucked up thing to <laughs> say and do. <laughs> but um, I mean, this is also the start of the visual gags with the names of the bars in the coffee shops. Yes. So the first bar he goes to is the Your Friends Have Kids bar. And it says weaponized self-awareness and cocktails. <laughs> and that <laughs> at that point I was already laughing my ass off. And that's yeah. the first page after the, the title page. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's kind of, he's very much, yes, it's interesting what you said about um, him being like uh, a sociopath or a psychopath. Cause you know, rereading that now I can kind of see where you're, um, where you're coming from with that. It's kind of very much, um, what's the name of the main character in American psycho is very much what well, this is what other people do. So I should kind of maybe try and do this as well. So I can experience some kind of like a genuine human emotion. He does have some Patrick Bateman vibes. That's exactly yes. right. <laughs> yes, Without the murder. Without the murder. Yeah. Um, like just the, the gag in the, in the bar where he's, um, he, he's asking for a drink and he ends up, uh, with like, um, a really, uh, effeminate cocktail. Yeah. And I just, I just kind of like, uh, kind of he's, he's kind of, um, Will's mastery of kind of these, like, these visual gags, the way that he's able to animate, um, the characters in each frame, um, of the page is just absolutely kind of wonderful. I'm just looking at a panel where he's kind of looking back at the beer that he's um that he's bought from yeah. the barn it's just it's so funny it's so funny god he's great at the at the acting and he's really good i think at knowing where to place his speech bubbles his lettering 
uh, yes. it adds to the timing of the jokes. So he's he's got he he's mastered the, a lot of uh, humor comics do this, but the silent panel between the jokes, you know, he yeah. uses that a ton. And then as well as just the the placing of the lettering really adds to the impact of the jokes and the timing of it. Yeah, and then um, fr- from there on, we meet uh, the which I think is maybe the, the weakest part of the which is the the weakest part of the comic is we meet the the love interest and uh Ren and they've got a very kind of funny humorous relationship as well yeah she's they're honestly both um they they have that very quirky humor but yeah they're when they're both on the page it's like you can't stop reading it's just so funny and interesting and uh, a kind of um, I want to say realistic, but these people are honestly, it's, it's, it's so funny and back and forth to, it's hard for me to believe that two people would be this, um, would click like this comically immediately, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're like the most interesting when they're together. That's the most interesting parts of this book. Yeah. I see. I slightly disagree with you on that one. Um, I think it is, it's, it's definitely a, a really interesting, um, engaging relationship i just felt ren occasionally fell into that she came not, not fell in she kind of came close to that line of being a magic pixie girl you know that kind of like you know this strange woman who's kind of gonna swear all the all the man's problems she doesn't quite do that in the book it's you know the book the book's a little bit more intelligent than that but it kind of for me kind of skirted that line a little bit but their their relationship is really charming and lovely yeah, yeah i can see where you're coming from with that um i think i may have leaned that way if she had a little less um independent dialogue kind of you know she there's a lot of stuff when she's talking about how she's doing her own life stuff and she can't deal with this right now and how they they several times she just says how their relationship really isn't anything serious and stuff like that so i i kind of just I felt like that was a realistic touch for a, an adult who has a life dealing with this kind of scenario. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I think that's, that's um, definitely a fair point. Where do you think this story takes place? Because I couldn't figure out whether it was in England or if it was in the United States, because to me, a lot of the, the architecture looked like mm-hmm. it was like in the United States, but they've got pound signs and stuff. So I was really, yeah, I was a bit confused. I don't know what, what you felt about that. I wondered the exact same thing. I thought it was in uh, the U.S. for the beginning until, uh, yeah, there was some pound signs. And then he calls. I didn't even know, um, like, the nationality of Nick. But he calls his mom, mum. So I was like, is this in London or where? I don't know where we are. I guess it doesn't really matter. But it's interesting. It is is interesting, kind of like, because the architecture definitely looks like the United States. They look like maybe uh, a New York or, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Um, then we kind of slowly get more introduced to uh, Nick's Nick's life from there, and then I think basically the inciting incident of the book takes place. I think kind of let's see, thirty, forty. 
when does he break it? When does his toilet bowl break? Because for me, that's the inciting incident. It's right after uh, he sleeps with Ren. Oh, that's such a funny sequence. The it's stage such a play? <laughs> yeah, the stage play is so funny. That was so clever. Basically, their date, they're going on a date, and you just see a stage, and the curtains pull back, and it's them acting out, eating at a table, and then them acting out, taking an Uber, and then them having sex in very just odd positions and then they take a naked bow <laughs> and the curtains close yeah it's kind of it's kind of sort of a cleverness that oh, what's the name of that um that musical that didn't win the oscars a couple of years ago um la la land it's kind oh, of yeah. that's kind of what la la land kind of aspires to be in terms of its visual sort of um Storytelling is very, very clever. Very clever. So funny. God, I love that. Yeah. But then, yeah, right after that is when the toilet bowl breaks. Yeah. So for me, that's the inciting. I don't know where you, where you think. So that's maybe what, 60 pages in. Like the, the rest of it's God, kind yeah. of, yeah, it's kind of, um, I don't know, set up really to kind of introduce us to Nick and what his world is like. And then toilet bowl thing happens. Yeah, that was, I would agree, that was the inciting incident. Because before that, you're like, I, I'm into this story. It's clever. It's funny. But what is it about? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then he, he speaks to a plumber. And then that's where kind of everything uh, changes. So the artwork is black and white. And then he speaks to this plumber and he just tries to have... So he's... Ha- um, Nick is very much like me. I'm very uncomfortable making small talk with um, practical men who have come around yeah. to fix <laughs> to fix things. I don't know what how how you react around him, but he's just kind of like standing there awkwardly, and then he just makes <laughs> he just reaches out to him, and then everything changes. Yeah, that is, and that's the first um, moment you see color in this book, which was just I hadn't even I had just assumed it was going to be black and white the whole time. And uh, he says, I want to have, make a connection with the man in my bathroom. Uh, and then, yeah, he, he kind of just opens up and says something meaningful to the man. And the man says something meaningful back. And then full, full splash page of Nick just on a mountain in full color. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, do you want to talk a little bit about kind of, the, you know the coloring and the the art style that um wills used to kind of so basically the the mountain uh, represents the the inner inner life the inner mind of of the plumber so do you want to talk a little bit about kind of like the coloring and yes or you know, um, the way he he lays out those sequences yeah definitely it's so prior to this i guess we haven't talked much about the art um it's a very somewhere between cartoony and realistic, um, like right in the middle, I would say. He's got some cartoony facial expressions, but it's all black and white, kind of like washy, so there's some texture there, but it's it's mostly just black and white figure drawings. And then, um, and it's all, you're, you're just seeing regular day life stuff. And then in this page, we cut to a very painterly colored, just beautiful mountain landscape scene. Um, and his color work is, I don't really have words for it it's it's so it's so nicely done that i honestly want a full color graphic novel from him but 
it's basically just this this very I can't tell if it's digital paints or if it's real paints or what he's doing because I'm not an artist, but um, it's very warm colors and he switches between those like really light blues and light like oranges and stuff. And for each time that this happens after, just blew me away. This this type of scene happens a couple more times and it is jaw dropping. I spend at least five or six minutes per page when it's colored like this. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, stunning in the literal meaning of the word. I was stunned the first time. <clears throat> Sorry, I was stunned the first time that transition happens. I was just like, "Whoa, this is this is going somewhere else." It's it's turning yeah. into a very different, uh, very different story. I don't know what you, you know your reaction to that was. Yeah, it's it was incredible. Yeah, this is this is when I was hooked. Like I would have continued to read it regardless. But when this happened, my pace doubled to reading this thing because um, it's almost like they before each time this happens, they look each other in the eye and the person who he's talking to, uh, they finally have irises <laughs> and yeah. they're colored. And then that's like a, that that color on their eyes is almost like a portal to just a world of more color. And that's kind of how Nick is seeing it, too, I think, because he's never really experienced meaningful dialogue with anyone. Yeah, yeah, I've, I, I completely, I completely agree with that. And then, kind of, what happens to Nick afterwards? That he, he tries with various different people to kind of recapture that sense of connection that he had with the plumber. So I think he talks to um, his neighbours, and I think he fails a couple of times. I think he tries with his sister, but him and his sister don't really have that sort of um, close, close knit, tight relationship mm-hmm. um and you know he has he goes on kind of i think he even tries with ren as well doesn't he at one point and that yeah that's where that conversation kind of like she's busy being a doctor and saving saving people's lives and yeah. isn't in um isn't in the um i suppose you're right kind of the relationship with ren kind of does happen on her terms Really, yeah. she kind of like she's the one who kind of instigates the um, instigates every time they you know that they make contact with each other. There, there's that very funny scene in the um, on the train where uh, he uh, Nick gets told off for a sketching a woman, and then kind of that like Ren is <laughs> just lying there, kind of like yeah, draw me like a French woman <laughs> sort of thing, which is a very funny gag. It was, I thought, I honestly thought that was in his head because it was so ridiculous that he just looks up and she's laying across the booth of this train. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he kind of babysits his nephew. And this, for me, apart from the inside thing that happens towards the end of the book, this is my favorite inside the mind sequence because, like, it's just the. <laughs> he's he's absolutely terrified. He's looking around and these these tiny terrified uh, potato cannibal type people. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah, it's just kind of both scary and funny and yeah, yeah. That was I I honestly thought it was hilarious the the entire time with the nephew. It's just it was it was very it was very deep and very meaningful the conversation he had with his nephew. But honestly. I was still laughing about the dialogue from before that. Uh, he's talking to him and saying 
like making up excuses uh, why he's not always around. And then there's just his own thoughts. Just why are you lying to a four year old? And that's pretty much his whole character right there is just yeah. like, why are you doing this? And uh, yeah, the scene with the little potato people dance, he's standing on an altar. He's on fire. It's, it's so odd. It's all very <laughs> psychedelic, but yeah, it is. Very and then funny. they start to eat him. Yeah. Which is not great. Yeah. But I think he kind of had, um, he had a, he had a good time really. And kind of like yeah. his, him and his nephew could become really, uh, really close together. And then he, for me, uh, you know, you know, the next bit with his mum, which is just really heartbreaking kind of, um, so, um, as kind of listeners of the, the podcast might know that you know, my mum passed away not that long ago and he has a conversation trying to connect with his mother on a, a deeper level and this really it touched me it touched me a lot this this bit um and i'm not exaggerating when i say that um this particular passage of the book helped me through the grieving process with my mum with my mum passing away. So, you know, this conversation that he kind of has, there's, um, with his mum, he, you know, there's a section where he says, uh, I'll, I'll read it out. Um, I'm not just who I am to you, Nick. And Nick says, you're my mum. And then his mum says, no, I'm Hannah. And then that's the gateway to kind of a, in, to a, her inner life. And that to me is really, it was a really powerful moment. Yeah, that moment. Um, that got my first tear of the read, that moment there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to really broach this because it's a very, I feel like it's very personal for everyone that reads it, but this was, that's for the moment where the, it turns. And um, it's still funny in parts, but uh, after this moment, it is just honestly a harrowing read for a while Yeah, for me. Yeah, I, it's, what Will has done really, um, what he's managed to do is everything up to this point is, how to say it, it's made you care about the characters um, through these kind of funny, poignant, um, touching moments. And then he kind of turns the screw and um, a, a bad thing happens. And it really, I'm sorry. You're fine. It was really, it was really, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was kind of unexpected and it was also brilliant and it really worked as well as kind of, you know what this moment reminded me of? Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I am. Yeah. So there's, there's a, throughout the, the series of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air there, um, it's usually a light-hearted, funny TV show, but there's there's one moment where uh, Will's father uh, leaves him, and he has he breaks down in in tears, kind of talking to to Uncle Phil about what he's going to achieve without his dad, and they just you know it's all bravado, and then he just you, he breaks down crying, saying you know why why doesn't he want me? It was for me this you know this moment in 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 
reminded me of that. It's kind of like, okay, there's a lot of funny, lighthearted stuff, but you care about these characters. You don't want to, you only want the best for them. And then something like this happens. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, their conversation is conveyed through that, um, that painterly colored landscape of very fantastical things happening. But there are some moments that you can tell, uh, kind of what's happening in there. Like when Ren appears in the vision, which is unexpected, but has some significance if you've read the story. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that was a very difficult part to to read. You could probably tell it's something special because we're having a little trouble talking about it. But <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's such it's it's so well done, and then it's in other stories that might have been slightly exploitative, but it didn't feel like that in this. And I think um, I, was, I haven't read too much about it, but I think one of the things that I read was that it's um slightly autobiographical autobiographical i think um i think that you can kind of tell that in kind kind of the term of the way he handles the handles what happens to to will's mom yeah i think yeah i'm I'm assuming a lot of this is and i would i would have to assume this part is just because it's handled so realistically and with a knowledge of uh, how these things go yeah um unfortunately I i wish it was the most fictional part of the graphic novel. But uh, yeah, I would have to imagine that is a pretty personal uh, scene for him too. And yes. if not, then this man is a genius. If, if none of this happened to this man, then he just has a, a window into human emotion that I do not understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he's a genius either way. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's it, yeah. For me, I don't think this is just kind of if, if I read a better graphic novel this year, I will be thoroughly surprised because I think this is just about as good as it gets. If I read a better, better book this year, I will be, I'll be shocked. I was thinking the same thing. I have read countless graphic novels and more than 10 prose novels in the last year. And this is the best thing I've read. Uh, this may be the best thing I've read in general yes. because yeah. this thing, it, I, I think it's going to win a ton of accolades. I think it deserves them all. And I really hope then that that pushes him to make more work like this. Like, I'm sure you can't replicate something like this. It's very, yeah. very personal, but I, I'm sure he can make something else. And I would love, I would kill to read more from him. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Um, there's just one more uh, plot point that I want to we don't want to kind of spoil the ending but um t- too much but there did you know there's one scene um in the hospital and I I recognize this bit quite a lot kind of um his sister is the one who's done all the research on the condition and she's come prepared with all these questions and Nick is just kind of you know, head almost in in his hands, just sitting quietly next to next to his mother while they're in the um while they're in the hospital, and that's I've I, I recognise that so much. That's kind mm. of like yeah, that's a very very familiar um uh, uh thing to me is because there's always someone in the family that's gone on the internet and done all the research and you know tried to figure out where these you know um if there's any you know treatment being developed over here or over there that could possibly get that could possibly work 
so that's something i reckon i recognized a lot yeah that i really like that scene um it just shows that this guy is drawing on personal uh his own personal history for this so yeah i really like that scene a lot i I don't want to talk much about it but the way it ended was phenomenal as well oh so beautiful (laughs) and yeah I, i cried um same at the end and it's 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 the, the book is funny and sad and sweet and touching and yeah it's 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 a it's a beautiful thing it's you know it's a beautiful thing i think uh i think it transcends the medium in a way that um really shows you what you can do with a graphic novel and this is something that i'm going to buy one hard copy for myself and i'm going to buy a couple for my family and friends cuz there are some people I that like comics that I talk to that I, I show them stuff and then there are others that won't touch them. But this is something that I will push and I will say, this is not a comic book. This is, this is the definition of high art for me. It's, it's, it's amazing. It is utterly amazing. And you know, he's, he's so brave with his use of space as well. There's some pages that, you know, I've got you know, nine to 10 panels on them. Then there are other pages where it's, a single image or a single panel and it's he's he's utterly mastered it um yeah so i think i think we've talked kind of like a lot about um a lot about is any kind of like closing thoughts how long have you been speaking for on this half hour half hour i think that's you know kind of waxing lyrical about it i feel like i've hogged a lot of the conversation is there um yeah is kind of is there any kind of anything else that grabbed you kind of about the book i would just be just gushing about it at this point i mean you know where i stand at this point this thing's incredible i don't know i don't know what to tell you read it when it comes out please there's nothing i recommend more um and also just check out this guy's twitter or his works will mcphail uh his uh he just does these little one one image uh humor comic things that are very uh they're smart politically and comedically. Um, and this guy is a genius. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, this. Um, yeah, please, guys, please buy this. But we will include a link um, in the episode notes uh, so you can get it off um, Amazon. And yeah, please, please pre-order it. It deserves to be a bestseller. Um, it's oh, yeah. a wonderful, wonderful, beautiful book. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Genuinely, thank you. Yeah, thank you for um for producing something so um so gorgeous and um that you know, genuinely actually helped me. So thank you, Will. Please buy it, guys. Definitely. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, please pre-order this stuff. Check out the links in our description. We're we're gonna have a, I'll have a couple different links of places to pre-order this in case some people just don't like Amazon and I get that. Yeah. So. I think it's worth pre-ordering, even if you don't. Yeah, do I've, I've set up a bookstore.org account as well, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll send you the link to that, um, Cole, uh, so you can kind of put the uh, put that link in there as well. And I just also want to thank um, what one of our listeners, I don't know who it was, who actually um, uh, purchased a Pinecast account, and that's kind of basically paid for four months of hosting for us. A, genuinely thank you so much for that uh please please
please continue to um, put tips in our tip jar and um, use our use the Pinecast code to, to to buy membership to to Pinecast. Yeah, and whoever used that referral code for Pinecast, um, hit us up and let us know what you're doing because I would want to listen to uh, whatever it is you you got going on. Yeah, please, please. Thank, thank you, guys. So yeah, uh, take care, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.